Welcome to the Iconic Womanhood Podcast, where we celebrate and learn from the wisdom of authentic, brilliant, conscious, and creative women from all around the world. This podcast will leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to become truly iconic. And now, here is your host, Akena. She is a transformational coach and speaker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Iconic Womanhood Podcast. 2020 has been quite a year, hasn't it? It's been a year of chaos, of challenges, and even of pain. It's a year where many of us have felt restricted and confined. Some of us have felt as if we were buried in a dark place. Some of us have faced great pain and suffered great loss. I know it's been a hard year, but listen, you are still here. And something is happening that I deeply want you to recognize. You are being invited to change. And so is the world. Today, I'd like to invite you to explore a key area of change as you begin to experience, or rather as you continue to experience, the labor pains of a new season being birthed individually and globally. I'd like to invite you to make some powerful shifts in yourself. Before we even do any of that, let's join together and thank God for the potential for another way to be, to love, and to live. Let's come together and collectively get ready for this shift. Because in this season, there is some change momentum that we can tap into. We can ride the wave, so to speak. I truly believe something is coming, and in order to receive it, we must let go of what we thought we had, who we thought we were, what we thought we needed. We must be willing to let go of the old paradigms to embrace what is coming. With that in mind, I want to share a few things that I let go of some years ago that really were critical in changing my life. And these things are actually really simple, but I find that most of us get caught up in doing these simple things and they keep us from embracing the woman that God has really created us to be. So let me start with number one. Trying to tend other people's gardens. In other words, minding other people's businesses. (laughs) You know, I used to really be good at this, especially because I'm the firstborn. And so I'm used to really being conditioned to be concerned about everybody around me because hey, it's my job. I have to look out for my siblings. That's what I have been taught all of my life. But guess what? My siblings are adults and they are brilliant adults and they are going to make their own choices. And in fact, they are going to make their own mistakes. And who am I to determine that for them? 
And just like my siblings are adults, every other adult around me is also an adult. And I find that so many of us, we don't even realize that we spend so much time concerned, some of us are consumed, with other people's business. I once had someone call me to discuss someone else's issues, and I was less than interested. This is after I had made my shift. And the person couldn't understand why, because she was talking to me about someone that I cared about, and I did care about them. I said, well, let's pray about it and move on, right? That's about all we're going to do. And in fact, that's the most important thing we can do. But she wanted to go deeper into it, but I said I would not, because I learned long ago that taking Tylenol as we say here in the U.S., or Panadol, as they say in Nigeria and the U.K., paracetamol, taking that for other people's headaches not only does not fix their situation, but it can build up toxicity, pharmacist here speaking, in my liver. You take too much Tylenol, you shut down your liver. It can build up toxically in my liver over time. Let me tell you, if you keep using other people's lies as a toothpick, you will only cause your own mouth to bleed. And so don't let people draw you into these conversations. And don't let yourself become overly consumed with what's going on in other people's lives. We must learn to support them, to love them, to listen, to guide even without becoming consumed or trying to control. The second thing that I have learned to let go is sanctimony, this business of self-righteousness and judgment. Let me tell you, I was a sanctimonious somebody. (laughs) And sometimes I actually find myself finding those same old patterns coming back up And I have to call myself to order. You know, I'm so sorry, but so many of our church people are the most guilty here. So many of us, it's just kind of the way we've learned to do church by trying to legalize other people's morality rather than looking at our own selves. You see, finger pointing and holy condescension are not the fruits of the Spirit. Half the time we are judging people based on only half the story anyway. We never really know what a person is truly going through. The truth that I have discovered is that whenever I feel the need to point out something in someone, it's a sign that I need to look inwards at myself because something is going on there. And even when I must have a conversation, I have to check myself and ask myself if I am operating in love because Christ says the most important thing is love. And I'm called to show love first, last, and always. And this is my goal, even if I don't always meet up to it. The third thing that I let go of, and I no longer tolerate at all, is shade. Yes, shade. I've talked about it before, and I'll keep talking about it because it is something that we have made normal. But it is so not normal. You see, we've created language around this toxic behavior. And with language, what we have done is we have validated this passive-aggressive toxic action 
throwing shade, microaggressions, nice nastiness. I remember once years ago, I was talking with someone and I said something nasty. It just kind of came out of me. And this is when I really started to make that decision to be careful about what I allowed around me because input determines output. I could see the hurt immediately and I apologized. But everything inside of me started to convict me. Why? Why would this happen? Why would I allow myself to be so nasty to someone? What was going on? I had to search myself because I know that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So I had to do some detox. Some detox work on my heart. I had to go in there and refresh and release certain things that were manifesting in this need to be contemptuous to others. And I share that transparently with you because I think sometimes we like to act as if the problem never exists within us. But I tell you, there's very little that I'm going to teach you that isn't a lived experience for me. I've been toxic in the past and that's why I now know That toxicity is a diagnosis and not a judgment, and you can rise out of it. I've been hard in the past, and I now know that I have learned that I truly enjoy being soft. I've been broken in the past, and I have learned how to stay whole. I recognize that refreshing and releasing and healing is something that must be done regularly as part of my holistic wellness plan. So I had to do some detoxing of my heart in that moment, and I'm so much the better for it. I do it regularly, and now I don't tolerate that sort of contempt at all in my life because input, like I said before, really does affect output. I've had to separate from people who use their tongues as weapons, and I'm not just talking about In anger, I'm talking about those syrupy, sneaky insults that are given with a smile. And when they call, and when you call them out, I mean, then they try to make you out to be the bad guy. There's a term for this, by the way. It's called crazy making. You have to be careful because some people are so broken, they will make you crazy. Despite what the reality shows tell us, this is highly toxic behavior. And the more you tolerate it, the more you invite more of the same around you. Some people have been throwing and receiving shade so much they no longer know what the sunlight feels like. If you are engaging in any of these or if this makes you uncomfortable, You know what? I want you to get excited because you have just come into a place of self-awareness. The discomfort is the mirror that's being held up to you. And so you have an opportunity to make a difference in the way you live your life. You have an opportunity to make a change. You have an opportunity to be the change you wish to see in the world. That discomfort is actually good news. It means that your inner self has been awakened and you can begin to do the work of detoxing yourself so that you can become the person that you have always been before you got wounded. 
You see, any of these behaviors, whether it's being obsessed with other people's lives, whether it's being contemptuous or throwing shade, or whether you're sanctimonious, any of these behaviors is an indicator of unhappiness in your own life. It's an indicator of woundedness in your own life. Happy whole people don't go around looking for trouble in other people's lives. They are too busy being joyful in theirs. They don't have a need to feel superior because they are comfortable in their own skin. They have no need to throw shade because the sun shines so bright in their lives. So I invite you to reflect on yourself and ask yourself, are there areas that you need to detox? Are there things that you need to release? Are there things that you need to let go of? Practices that are best left in the past so that you can embrace the present and the future that God has for you as the most amazing woman that you truly are underneath all of that. So those are some of the things that I let go of some years ago that really did change the quality of my life. There are some other things that I let go of, things like feeling like I needed to structure my life, my business, and even my coaching to be like the status quo or to be like other people said it should be. So many of us have gained great instruction from people and then we get stuck and they want to tell you this is exactly what you have to do. But I tell you, for me, none of that worked for me. I had to find my own organic path and the way I live my life, the things that I do, the way my work days are structured are so unique to me. In fact, the people that work with me know that I help them create roadmaps, but they're roadmaps that work for them. And even when I do, I ask them to check it for authenticity and to feel free to turn it around upside down on its head to do what works for them. You see, I am not in the business of turning anyone into a clone. I am in the business of helping you find your truest, most authentic, most powerful self because I believe that you were already created uniquely and powerfully. I believe that you are already the woman you're meant to be. My job is simply to help you unveil and reveal yourself to yourself, to help you let go of the things that are holding you back so that you can become yourself. And so like me, I had to do that. I had to let go of this idea that I had to do it the way everyone else was doing it. And the minute I did that and began to embrace my unique desires and my unique expressions, my God, my God, abundance and prosperity and joy became my portion. I had to let go of feeling like I needed to be hard I feeling like I needed to make sure that no one would, you know, try me and I, and I don't take no mess and all of that. I I have let go of that. I'm a, I'm a little bit soft. I now don't get it twisted. Don't 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 try me. <laughs> because you might discover another side. However, I tell you, I have given myself permission to be softer and to be kind. Even when I can see that someone is trying to take advantage of me, I may make certain choices to be true to myself and to honor my own true self. But I tell you one of the things that I do as a result of that is I don't engage with unsafe people. 
when you have shown yourself to be unsafe, you will not get much access to me. Even if we are physically in the same space, you will find that emotionally you have absolutely no access to me. I have put a boundary there. One of the other things that I have released is the need to constantly give feedback, which is another way <laughs> of trying to involve yourself in other people's lives. Feedback is a gift, but it's only a gift when the other person can receive it. And so I have learned through some very interesting experiences that sometimes feedback is best kept to yourself. And you leave them to their own devices to discover it on their own because some people will never appreciate it, even if you are telling the truth, even if you are giving them the best possible information, if they are not ready to receive it. Not only will they not use it, they will despise you for it. The last thing that I'm going to talk about that I let go of was the need to be defined by the monikers of my past, the titles, the defining things, right? I've let go of all of that. The only thing that I have held on to is my name, Ekene. That's it. That's it. I was born a Kene, I will die a Kene. Everything else may change. Once I was the mother, mother of a toddler, now I'm the mother of a teenager. Eventually she'll be an adult with her own toddler and teenager, right? And I might, I'll move into becoming a grandmother, you know. Now I'm an entrepreneur, who knows? In, in 10 years, I may be called a thought leader. In 10 years, I may become known as a filmmaker. And, you know, there's so many opportunities for me. I'm not going to let myself be put into a particular box with one title. I want to ask you, what are you willing to let go of? What is it that you need to release? And as you contemplate that, I'd like to share a poem that I wrote about becoming myself with you. Yes, I know many of you may not know that I write poetry. I used to actually write, still write, but I used to recite it, you know, a la Love Jones style in, in the poetry bars back in when I was in my 20s. And, and you would snap, snap, snap <laughs> with candlelight. Very, very romantic, very lavohim. I even participated in a couple of ciphers. Yes, I've lived the life. So I still write poetry. Uh, I have a book that is coming soon, not sure when, but I've been working on that is a collection of essays, a collection of whew, musings of the last few years, and also poems, and this was one of them. So, shall we begin this poem? It's called It Ends and It Begins. And so, it ends and it begins. I can finally say goodbye to the woman I was. I'll whisper into the universe and embrace the woman I'm becoming and pray for you as you go. Embracing the death. Please know this. I did not go quietly into that dark night, the writer wrote, and we all said amen. I did not accept it just like that. Many a midnight I cried and prayed, 
Many a day I whispered or shouted words that only spirit could understand. My heart offered up its desire while my soul knew the truth and always knew. Let this go, beloved, it said to me. Let this go. No matter how much you cry or bleed or wound, this is not your battle. Let this go. If I do, I may die, I responded. If I do, it may break my heart and I may die. Then let it break, Spirit said, and embrace that death. For the woman who live for their kisses and words of affirmation must die for the woman that you are to be born. She must go for the she who is to be to come. Embrace this death, that old life, that title, that truth that has become a lie. Embrace that death and be reborn. And so it ends. And so it begins. Goodbye and hello. And always, love. Thank you for listening to my musings on letting go. If you're listening to this right now, I hope that you have registered. And if you have not registered, please go to iconicwomanhood.com slash virtual retreat right now, because this Saturday we are coming together for a three hour online experience, which means you can participate from the comfort of your own home. You can even participate anonymously. You can put a different name on there. You don't have to share your webcam. I'd love to see your face and hear your voice though. But of course, you can do this privately. We're going to be able to come together and refresh and release together. There are many things that you need to let go of, many struggles, many ideas, many pains, many wounds. All of these things are things that we need to let go of. There are baggage, the, you know, this baggage, you can't carry this baggage with you. You don't want to be walking around like Erica Badu said, bag lady, you go miss your bus. I think that's what she said. Anyway, I hope to see you this Saturday from three o'clock. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 6 p.m. We are going to be working together, releasing, woo-sighing, and getting ready for the best that is yet to come. So remember, go to iconicwomanhood.com slash virtual retreat right now, and I will see you on Saturday. And just in case you're asking if you can't make it live, yes, there will be a recording. You will get access to the replay. You can create your own private time and do your own retreating on your own, but you get to do it together as if we are live because you'll be able to listen to the video and see me and hear me. And I'm going to be praying with you and loving on you. Listen, you deserve this. You need to pour into yourself. You need to be refreshed. You've been refreshing everyone else. This is for you. So go to iconicwomanhood.com slash virtual retreat right now. And let me even tell you, this particular experience would typically cost $197. But let me tell you, I never talk money on this, but I'm just going to tell you. I feel so moved by the stories I've heard and I feel 
very compelled to keep it at the very early bird price, which is 76% less. It's just $47. So go right now while you can, while you can. Get it. Get the recording if you're not going to be available live. And there is going to be one person, one lucky woman who attends live is going to win access to my complete feminine success course that is valued at over a thousand dollars. So don't delay. Iconicwomanhood.com slash virtual retreat. Sign up now. God bless you. See you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. If you are listening to this show, it probably means you are ready to move from success into significance. Please visit us at iconicwomanhood.com and get a free gift to help you on your journey.